Oh man. Sorry. Yeah, doesn't matter. You're ready now. We're all ready. back buckle up because this is going to suck but hi hey hello welcome to episode 117 of water hockey and what might be the most depressing episode of all time thus far for this group as we dive into the absolute joke that was tuesday night at the american airlines center for multiple reasons French fries unite and follow along with us on all social media platforms, all at Wada Hockey. We are back in action this week to go over all things Dallas Stars and what's left of what once was one of the most promising seasons in recent memory. But before we bring back the room and bring it down, let's catch up with the gang. We are out Patrick today as he had some um, extremely invasive surgery. He has full facial reconstruction to ensure that he looks exactly like Maddie Kachuk, his favorite hockey player um, who is in the midst of pushing his team to the Stanley cup final, which we don't know anything about, but Shannon, Jason, myself think we are back. Uh, Shannon, how was the week that was, it's been a while since us three have been on the podcast as uh, as Jason has disappeared in our eyes, but hopefully, yep, he's back. We're good. We're everything's fine here. Shannon, how are you? Um, well, I feel much better now that Jason's back. Yep, Thank me you. too. Jason, I'm scared. Yeah. Sorry about that. Y'all just had to change the setting. No, don't ever do that again. <laughs> I'll I do my cry. best. I only cried a little bit. Uh, it's been a while since I've been here, huh? I it's guess. been a while. Been a while. Been a while. Um. I took the season off from uh, being playing in any leagues. So just kind of, you know, freeing up my schedule. I got a little, um, if, if people understood how hyper-focused on hockey I am for 10 months out of the year, your girl needed a break. Okay. <laughs> I feel. Yeah. So what people might not understand is I have to follow seven teams and that's not including mine. So I'm tired and, but I'm good. I'm here. I'm happy to be here. I missed you guys. Um, we missed you. Yeah, we, we definitely yeah. missed you guys. I know. I know. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, the, um, as far as playoff hockey, uh, we're in it. Oh, now. Kind of. Ish. <laughs> That's a way it. to say it. We're in it. We're, we're doing it. No, guys. <laughs> You know what I'm going to do to this podcast. I know. I know. But uh, (laughs) Shannon, you and I had a a really cool opportunity um, just to bring it up because we haven't really talked about the Allen Americans who unfortunately uh, got booted from the playoffs uh, against the Idaho Steelheads, the ECHL affiliate of the Dallas Stars. On On Mother's Mother's Day. Come on, boys. On Mother's Day, no less. It was my day, and you ruined it. You ruined it. Um, but it was cool. We did the postseason party. Got to say goodbye to a couple of the guys on the team. Yeah. Um, just, I, I don't mean to take over your how your week was, but I, I'd, I'd be. It. Patrick loves his loves when I say this because I, I said it like in the very beginning in a very incorrect context. But I would be remiss <laughs> if I did not say thank you to all of the Allen Americans front office, oh, yeah. Elizabeth, Johnny. Um, Lily, uh, 
Julia. I mean, there's Julia. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the ticket staff was fantastic. Chase, uh, you know, the, thank you for everything. Chase, Ashley, um, Ashley was great. I, who else am I? Um, Christian for getting oh. some amazing shots of he us. Mm-hmm. He's such a sweet boy. A God sweet bless boy. him. God <laughs> love that sweet little moron. Um, <laughs> He's not wrong. No, he's great. He's great. Uh, and uh, and Dalton, who has given some amazing uh, video products, and hopefully we'll be back with the team to do yeah. the same next season. And of course, you know we'd be silly not to thank the players, Colton Sosserman, uh, Brownie. Uh, I mean, Novak, Holmes, Colby McCauley, Holmes, Hank Crone, uh, Chad Costello at the end, the beginning of the season, rather. Dude. Uh, Dudes, dudes! Yeah. Oh my God! I'm so glad you said that. The ECHL <laughs> Trainer of the Year for real, for yeah. real this time. Not yeah. not the COVID one where they were just like, I give it to all of them, whatever. <laughs> um, Jordan Dutton, who has been on this podcast a record, I believe three, four times, four times, three times, three. So Les Lancaster just recently tied him. So Dudes and Les are yeah. tied for the most uh, the most visits on the podcast thus far. Uh, I have it on good authority that Dutes is going to be number four very soon in, in a in a in an upper echelon all on his own. Also, uh, Dalton Skelly for leaving Shannon on red. Dalton uh, Skelly. Which who, by the way, hometown boy, uh, had a really fantastic chat with him. He's apparently a DJ, so Jason, watch out. Whoa. Uh, yeah, so it up. was uh, it was really cool to catch up with him. Shannon gave him shit for leaving DJ him on red, Skelly. so he yeah he he yeah. kind of he threw DJ himself under the blessed. bus. Yeah, he sure did. And then and then I will go on record saying he agreed to help coach Guns and Hoses. Yes, he did. We're gonna have multiple. That's another announcement. But before we get into that, take- yeah, Jason, man, we're back. I I haven't been on the podcast in a couple of weeks either. Uh, Jason, how have you been? Thank you for holding it down along with Patrick. Uh, in my absence, but uh, what's new? What's new, homie? What's what's going on, big dog? And we Jeez. had some fun while you guys were out. Uh, Penny and I definitely held it down. Sure we, did. We did our thing. Uh, we had some fun, but now we're proud of you. Serious. Yep. Uh, but going into the weekend, uh, it was pretty solid. Took it pretty chill. We did a lot of shit on Friday to uh, to make sure that I, you know, kept Saturday and Sunday open. So. Uh, it was pretty. It was pretty low key, and I'm looking forward to this four day work, uh, four day weekend coming up myself. So, oh yeah, dog, get those four oh, days. Oh yeah, <laughs> forgot yeah. that's happening. You gonna be you gonna be playing uh playing any puck over that that four day weekend? By I got a game Friday. I got a scrimmy Saturday. Oh. Okay, and I was gonna maybe try to sneak into FC on a. Ooh, don't uh, tease me with a good time. Yeah, dude, I know, Play I know, with I know, his hair, not his heart. Yeah, play Ooh, with the yeah, hair, not true, the heart. That's true. Oh, hey, maybe a hair announcement later. Hey now, hey now. Well, if only you had a phenomenal bag, a satchel of sorts that would allow all of that gear to ventilate from all of that hockey and not become overly moist and have and its stinky. own little space. Yeah, yeah. If only, Jason. If you. If happen to know about a brand that maybe has such hockey bags, would you it. mind maybe telling us a little bit more? If only there was a bag that came in three different sizes and five different colors, so you would be I, sure to find sure. one that you would love. 
Love. Uh, my personal fe favorite feature on that bag is the foot mat that keeps my feet dry and all those nasty wet locker rooms. Blech. If you guys are wondering what I'm talking about, you need to go check out conwayandbanks.com. Mm -hmm. Premium quality bags that are built to last and they include those removable organizers to keep all your crud organized. Yeah. <laughs> so, guys, go to conwayandbanks.com, get 10% off your order by using code WHATAHOCKEY10 and get more <coughs> gear to the rink. I love this for us. I That's love for you, Patrick. Around. That's for you. Shannon did that just for you. Because you can't put your face. No, you can't put your face. Uh, or be dead. You definitely get some style points for it. But mm -hmm. thank you. You know what? We can use some extra style in a different bag if that was so beautiful. Oh, beautiful. I'm just trying to toss it over to you, dog. Oh, you mean just tossing bags around? Saucing it around? Is that yeah, what you're talking we about? Can toss it. Well, we it's funny you say that because summer is here, Jason, and we are on the cusp of the off season, whether we like it or not. So what better time than to lift your spirits with your very own sauce toss? Head over to saucetoss.com and use code WATASAUCE for 10% off your entire order. Also, just because the star season's probably over doesn't mean that we are not done catering to the French fries and all the stars fans uh, we will be doing a couple of giveaways that may or may not, they are our full sets of sauce toss. But if you don't win, have no fear. Don't be scared, little birdie. Head over to saucetoss.com. Use code WATASAUCE for 10% off your entire order. Hashtag bags for beauties. I think I'm actually going to be going down to San Antonio for a camp. And I believe... Whoa. Homie Bill from Helios will be there along with uh, with the guys from Sauce Toss. So I'm hoping to get a little FaceTime with them. Thank them personally for all the support that they've given us over the years. And just a huge shout out to Sauce Toss for not only just supporting the podcast, uh, but also allowing us to run that Wada Sauce code, not for one year, but going on two years now. So 10% off your order, SauceToss.com. Uh, yeah, so we kind of hinted towards it before. Um, I have been just inundated with work, which is not a bad thing. Uh, I don't know if I've shared on the podcast, but I no longer work for the Mid-Cities Junior Stars. I do want to thank them for every opportunity they gave to me last season, running play-by-play -play for them and running their social media accounts um, while doing a, a, a dash, a touch of marketing. Um, I have accepted a position with the Lone Star slash Texas Brahmas right across the street in North Richland Hills. I will be working exclusively with them heading into the next season. Uh, as a lot of people that listen to this know, um, unfortunately, both Brahmas uh, teams did not advance further into the playoffs than we would hope, uh, which means I am getting to learn all of the things that involve ice maintenance. And yes, I drive a Zamboni now. So... 
Suck it, kids. Oh, you're amazing. Yeah, I just do stuff now. Gosh, it's actually really cool. Uh, I am very, very fortunate to be with that organization, and I hope to be with them for some time. Um, I've I've heard that a lot of people that come out of there get some really unique and awesome opportunities. So I hope to be one of those people in the future. Um, But yeah, as we kind of hinted towards before. There is a tournament here in North Texas, uh, DFW, uh, called the Guns and Hoses Tournament, and the proceeds go to benefiting the families of fallen fire and police officers in the North Texas communities. And for the first time in our existence as a podcast, we will, in fact, be fielding a full-fledged hockey team. The dates are June 23rd through the 25th. They will take place mainly at the Plano Star Center with a few games, possibly at the McKinney Star Center as Farmers. well as the Farmer's Branch Star Center, yeah. assuming that Farmer's Branch has both sheets of ice ready to go as they are under construction. I think a lot of Star Centers are getting what? their ice redone. Farmer's Ice is not good? What? That's crazy. crazy. That's wild. But uh, yeah, it just really excited. Um, the Those jerseys. curlers, man. Ruining the, the ice out there. Yeah, with their little pebble ice and whatnots. Um, but yeah, the jerseys, the jerseys were we're not gonna we're not gonna release them just yet. Um, when they do come out, a have a feeling that the people are gonna want them. So we will talk to the manufacturers that are working on these jerseys to more than likely do a pre-order run because I I gotta be I gotta be honest. Um, I love all of the jerseys that we've done from the Allen Americans to the Dallas Stars inspired to the originals and everything in between. These might be the best ones we've done. They're pretty dope. They mm-hmm. are pretty dope. Um, and Shannon has been tasked as being the cantankerous $5 word head coach of yes. water hockey, the misfits. Uh-huh. Um, there should be some really fun content coming out of that tournament as well. But yeah, I am really, really excited. We've got a really fun team assembled uh, really great guys in the locker room and out. So if you guys want to have a party all weekend long, June 23rd through the 25th, I will more than likely be making a graphic and posting it on our socials. That way, if you guys do want to come support, come hang out. It's all for a phenomenal cause for the families of fallen fire and it's police free. officers. And it's free. You just show up. Uh, you get to hang out with us. You get to hang out with us. Some of the games yep. are a little bit early. Most of them are going to be mid to late afternoon, I believe. Um, I love to stay around because I have a lot of friends that I have been fortunate enough to meet that do play on some of these fire and police teams. Uh, and I just want to give a shout out to the the Dusters, who I played with last season um, because I had an amazing time with them, as well as the Stampeding Turtles, who took the championship uh, away from us in the final. Uh, I just want to say... Two words to the stampeding turtles. We're coming. That's weird. That's a weird drop. That's Speak for yourself. Jesus Murphy. Yeah, especially what we just I, talked about in the chat, too. I don't want to talk about any of this anymore because we have some really awesome things to bring down what the I, mood. What are, what are we banging to? In your mouth. Oh, my gosh. Guys? It's pump time. Uh, <laughs> it's pump time. One last thing I do need to touch on. Uh, you've heard us talk about them for months now, and we aren't even close to being done pumping their tires. Pump again. There it is. Our oh, friends oh. over at Third Line Draft. Third Line Draft is the premier beer league draft tournament platform for hockey players of all skill levels, far and wide. 
Word on the street is they might be heading to Texas in the future, and you can bet your ass we will be part of it in some way, shape, or form, more than likely on the ice, but off the ice if need be. Uh, Make sure to head over to Third Line Draft, and that's 3-R-D-L-I-N-E-D-R-A-U-G-H-T.com to get signed up today for an upcoming tournament. Also, make sure to follow them for all updates on their Facebook group at Third Line Draft as well. Uh, But now... All the maintenance is done. Tuesday night at the American Airlines Center, we witnessed what quite possibly might have been the lowest point in Dallas Stars history within the last probably 10 years. Um, Obviously, the Stanley Cup final defeat to the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning inside the bubble was extremely depressing, but the boys made it. They overcame adversity. Um, they did not have a good end to the COVID season going into the bubble. People kind of counted them out. They looked pretty sloppy in those kind of makeup games to get themselves sharp. Uh, but they found a way to win. Anton Hudobin and Net had an amazing playoff run. The we're not going home chant was one of the coolest parts about being a Stars fan. Yeah. I still have one of those shirts in my closet. Uh, but unfortunately, Tuesday night, the Dallas Stars were already down 2-0 to zero in the Western Conference Finals to the Vegas Golden Knights. And almost immediately, almost immediately, the Stars completely unraveled thanks to, yeah, thanks to some absolutely grotesque, ridiculous, inexcusable, bonehead, moronic style of play that I think any Stars fans have ever seen and NHL fans out of the captain, Jamie Ben, who unfortunately, this is what he's going to be remembered for. Yeah. He had the quote-unquote renaissance. He bounced back. He's got an Art Ross trophy. He has multiple playoff appearance, appearances. appearances. He has over a 1,000 games played, the 1,000-game ceremony. But for him, he almost changed the narrative of his legacy to what might be one of the dumbest penalties you can ever commit. And uh, Jason, I don't know if you have any audio of this or anything of that sort. We started talking about this and like, I'm getting like choked up thinking about this. Like, honestly, like I right honest, Jason. No, I didn't. I didn't end up pulling Everybody the audio. Pull but no guys, this, this dude, he really like said, he kind of tarnished his legacy. Yeah. I, okay, I don't want to say tarnished because I listened to Bob on the way over here. Bob from Bob and uh, you know the hang whatever the hell is the hard line Hangs, now. Yeah, hard, he's on the hard line now. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, he mentioned he's like it's really difficult to kind of forget his entire career here. You know, yeah. it's he's done so many things. He's played one thousand thirty games. And he's like, it sucks that this is going to be like one of the big moments here. He's like, but uh, I kind of have to agree with the fact that I don't think he sh- needs to wear the C anymore. I think you lose the C for this. And I honestly, uh, that half-ass apology that he did wasn't even a fucking apology. I don't, there was no own apologizing. It, like, if yeah. you can own it, you're cool in my books, man. Just yeah. say, I, I fucked up. I made a mistake. Uh, I had a lapse in judgment. I the heat of this moment, I kind of fucking cracked, man. Mm-hmm. We are humans. We are allowed to fucking crack, but we also have to own our shit. 
And I think that kind of hearing that the NHL kind of took to it, they gave him an additional, what was it? Two games. Yeah. Yep. He so, was suspended for two games. So yeah. assuming that the stars do lose tomorrow and the season does end, he uh, will not be playing in the home or excuse me, season opener of next season either. Correct. Um, well, I would like to uh, derail this completely by saying stars in seven. Still, I think the team uses this point as a rally. And maybe they just needed to completely unravel to pick themselves back up again. And now you've already hit rock bottom. So what the fuck else is going to happen? What is the absolute worst that can happen to this team now? They stay there. Oh, yikes. Yeah, or it's it's really all out one game at a fucking time. Listen, I'm and win all the for next it. Eight games. Yeah. And next thing you know, in three weeks, like I said in our chat, in the next three weeks, we're gonna be fucking laughing about this. <laughs> when Jamie Ben is hoisting yeah. the cup around with no letter on his fucking chest, uh, other than the okay. letter D for douchebag. Just kidding. For Dallas, obviously. Obviously. But uh guys. It's uh, it was a real it was a real it was a real low point and the quote from Jamie Ben today during his quote unquote apology. Um, I do want to say before I jump into that and I listened to um, they're they're big supporters of the podcast. We've had both of these guys on the Spits and Suds podcast. Gavin Spittle, Sean Shapiro. They do a podcast almost uh, immediately after every single game. Um, so huge kudos to them for their insight. They give some very phenomenal, non-biased insight um, mm-hmm. while they do both support the stars. If you guys have not heard, go listen to them. But Sean Shapiro said, and this is something that I kind of related to, um, I, have to issue, I have to issue an apology to Ryan Suter. Um, and and sh- I'm basically taking the words out of Sean Shapiro's mouth, so I do apologize for the blatant plagiarism. plagiarism but... He, he apologized to Suter because Suter, who for all intents and purposes cost the Stars game two with one of the most deplorable, absolute lie down defensive plays that a defenseman and any professional hockey team can play, faced the media. And while his remarks were trite and they were kind of dickish because that's just who Ryan Suter is, he still faced the media after that game. Jamie Benn got in his however expensive vehicle just refused to talk to the media g-wagon g-wagon i love g-wagons that's like my top two dream car the other one being a porsche don't ask me why um yeah that's fair (laughs) we're good yeah uh jamie ben decided to dodge the media and then instead of dodging the media to come up with some genuine apology he dodged the media took the podium and i quote said the game happens fast emotions are high Obviously, I would have liked to not fall on him and use my stick as a landing point. No apology. One of the worst ways to handle this situation. I've heard from people that work for the stars that Jamie Ben is one of the dumbest human beings to ever walk into a building. Does that mean he's not good at hockey? No. Quite the contrary. He's a good hockey player. He is the captain of the Dallas Stars, has been for a very long time. In what world did he think that the words coming out of his mouth warranted any other reaction than, what the fuck is your problem? I wonder if his agent was like, don't say anything. Well, obviously not that. I think they get fined if they decline media interviews after a game. But his agent right. was probably like, I can't do this. 
Uh, and that's the thing too. I imagine being right. on the stars PR team, which mm-hmm. I've heard nothing but glowing reviews about, especially mm-hmm. this year from different media outlets and people that work with different podcasts and, and journalism or journalists and, and, and just where, where was the, Hey Jamie, just go up there and say, sorry. Hey, I made a dumb play. Like Jason said, the emotions got the best of me, but I apologize. That's not how the game needs to be played because it wasn't a, my stick is, was a landing point on him because he did it more than once. He didn't just fall and go, oopsie daisy. He fell and went, oopsie daisy, oopsie daisy, oopsie daisy in Mark Stone, who I can't stand. I, I hate Mark Stone. I hate the Golden Knights. I think that they're a dog shit franchise because they have literally not suffered one bit and they have circumvented the cap and made that their specialty, much like the Tampa Bay Lightning. Mark Stone just m- mysteriously comes back ready for the playoffs after a back surgery just in time. But still, you need to apologize and own up for what you've done because now you've essentially cost your team its captain and more so possibly cost your team its entire season because now they don't have their captain. Evgeny Dadanoff, he's out. Wyatt Johnston, sweet baby Johnston, sweet baby Wyatt is now all alone on that line. And it's really unfortunate because if they just would have gotten swept four games to zero and this would have never happened, I would have been like, you know what? They were tired. They took on a very good Seattle Kraken team. They took on a very chippy Minnesota Wild team. They aren't good. They're just chippy. And they they just ran out of steam. They'll reset. They'll reassess. They'll come back next season. So now it's... They were mentally out outplayed by the Vegas Golden Knights. Mark Stone and the Vegas Golden Knights got under the skin of the Dallas Stars and the what we thought was unflappable Jamie Benn and now he not only looks like a loser, he looks like a coward as well. Well, can I just interject here a little bit? I, it's obviously not all Jamie. We have other issues on the team as well. But I think right. Right. one of but- the biggest problems is Otter. I, he's not a postseason goalie. He's he's lost it. I don't know what's happened. I just, we don't have a postseason goalie. I'm sorry. And I, I love the team, love well, the boys, love the goalies. Does okay. does Otter put up that performance if your captain doesn't just completely eject himself two minutes into a fucking game? Well, this like is you can Otter, Otter, rally, Otter you has had issues all postseason. That's what I'm well, saying. Sure, it's been the like, whole postseason. But the team's been able to at least recover enough to compensate for it. Right. Like, enough to a point that we're here. You know right. what I mean? And I, I do yeah. agree with I agree with Shannon and I agree with you, Jason. Sure. Here's my argument for Shannon. If you go back and look at Andre Vasilevsky's first couple of playoffs playoff runs, they're not good. No, I know. He he's losing, young. Yeah, he, he that's that's that that's my counterpoint is Ottinger is the future. Yeah, he is absolutely. only I think what twenty four? He's yeah. only twenty four. We have him locked up for another yeah. four years at least, if Younger, not more. Right? He's I think he's twenty four. Sure. Somebody, somebody, we'll find out somebody later. quote us. But yes, no, um, I agree with that. I still think yeah. he's very young, and currently, as it stands right now, he's not 24. a post season goalie, and he needs 24. needs a little bit more attention. And that's completely fair. Um, it'll be very interesting to kind of see what the stars do because last I remember, Wedgwood was signed for a one year deal. So, will they bring him back? Will they go an alternate route? 
will they try and bring up one of their young goalies? I don't know if if Shiel or uh, Poye, Matt Murray. I don't know if they're particularly ready for that role um, because I think what's going to happen next year, and I wouldn't be surprised if we see Pete DeBoer maybe run a system of Otter starts every three games and then one game goes to goalie B because they're really not they're not really backup goalies anymore unless you are in fact Andre Vasilevsky and have a backup but most is a 1A 1B style. Well, when the Americans were playing the Steelheads in the playoffs, um Jim Nil was there and uh he may or may not have had his eyes on old Adam Shiel. So, he oh. might be considering uh a bump up. Maybe. And you know what's in and before we kind of di- dive deeper into this series and, and kind of Tuesday night. What's crazy is if you go back to the beginning of last season, I think it was, <laughs> we had a real problem figuring out who was going to start because we had so many options. Oh my we God. Had, like we five. had Ben Bishop. We had yeah. Anton Hudobin. We had Jake Ottinger. Um, and that's just the top three. I can state off the, you know, off the top of my head. And then the AHL boys, of course. Yeah, mm-hmm. but we went with Ben Bishop. Unfortunately, his knees couldn't hold. Um, but yeah, it's it's wild because now I don't want to say dwindled because at the end of the day, we all knew it was going to be Ottinger um, yeah. at a certain point. But we kind of were like, "Wow, this is this is what a what a what a what a filth of riches that we have here in front of us." <laughs> um, but it's unfortunate. Ottinger has played very suspect this postseason outside of 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 game. I would say series one, he did. He had a couple of very, very good games in Series 2, uh, but he has just been awful. Uh, oh, he has been very unlike himself. But you know what? This is probably the most hockey he has played in his life. Um, so I would see... Consecutively? Consecutively, exactly. And thankfully, we have a very good group of young players that are getting just a massive, massive amount of experience um, under their belt. Uh, yeah, it's it, you. You you become speechless in games like last night um, for multiple reasons. Uh, I don't want to sit on the Jamie Ben thing too long. The final score was four to zero. Like I said, Jamie Ben suspended for two games. Evgeny Dadnoff, he's out. He's probably not going to play for the rest of the the series if it goes any further than four games. Um, but yeah, like I said, for all the for all the hate that Suter gets, he at least spoke to the media. Uh, one guy I do want to talk about that did come back in the lineup. He replaced Luke Landinning uh, as Ty Delandria. And and I don't know how you guys feel about him. I know he's a spark plug, but I'm getting real sick of Ty Delandria uh, because he commits so many penalties in my eyes um, and in important situations. And I think he had two yesterday alone within the first period, two periods mm-hmm. uh, against a not so great power play from Vegas. But regardless, you allow Vegas to keep that momentum uh, and push on a goalie that's having a tough night in Ottinger to the point where he gets pulled for for Scott Wedgwood. So Ty Delandria, absolute liability. Um, you know, there's just a lot of holes in this team right now, which is really sad because it, it felt like, especially in in the first series when we lost Joe Pavelski, everyone kind of went, "Oh shit!" There goes the heart and soul of of the Dallas Stars. What are they going to do? And everyone stepped up. Tyler Sagan had a phenomenal first round. Um, Rupe Hintz was unbelievable. Even with Jason Robertson not really showing up in the first round uh, and really not even in the second round, goalie, like goal scoring wise, more on the assist side, um, 
everyone seemed to contribute. Johnston had goals. You know, it, it was really exciting to watch. This series, everyone has just, it, it's almost like they tapped out. They just basically said, we we don't have anything left to give. Um, I don't know how you guys feel. Ty Delandria has been extremely suspect to me all season long. I, I wouldn't be sad if he wasn't returning to this team next season. Um, I, I don't have his contract up in front of me, but regardless of if, if it's via trade or, or an expiring contract, I'm not going to miss him. He was a great prospect in the system. I think he'll be a good role player elsewhere. I would rather have one of the younger guys come up, even younger than Delandria, um, or, or trade him for maybe some draft potential or another role player. So um, there are plenty of people to talk about, but Jason, I'll ask you, um, who has been kind of your your bugaboo, sort of so to speak, in the playoffs? Who has really stood out to you in not the best way? Not in the best way. Um, the entire playoffs, I I still have to go with probably Robo. Uh, kind of lackluster in the first two series. I hate that we're kind of wasting his solid performance this series. I really do. Um, yeah, but I don't necessarily fault him i mean he he worked on what he needed to he got to a point where he could actually produce points per game and then everybody else were like okay robo's got this and then yeah it was sad i I will say with robo like i said at least though in the second round he did show up on the on the score sheet he had six or seven assists um it it wouldn't surprise me if if i'm jason robertson i go in the postseason and and i say I'm going to be doing squats every day and I'm going to be doing sprints. I'm going to be working on my footwork. I'm going to be working on my edges. Um, it's very easy for us to sit on this side of the screen, um, but it's 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 hard not to notice. He's not the fastest guy. He's not the quickest. Um, I think his biggest his his biggest downfall is his skating. And I think if he works on skating now, let's let's also remember this is his sophomore season in the NHL and he already has a hundred plus points in the regular season. He's setting ungodly records he's in my in my opinion i don't see him getting worse in the regular season i only see him getting better and assuming we make another playoff push next season i think he's going to be able to right a lot of wrongs from this season so um shannon in in your personal opinion in your eyes from what you've seen who has been kind of the standout in the in the not positive way um for the dallas stars and and do you think that they can fix things in the offseason for for them? I'm going to go with Hawk and Paw. He's very mm-hmm. hot and cold the whole season. And then he's just had too many blunders, I think, here postseason. It's just been... I don't like the word embarrassing, but I'm going to use it. And just, I, we expected I a little bit more with his size and the way he can skate. And I, I don't know what happened there. Um, also, complete sidebar. Delhi is an RFA after this season. Cool. Okay. Thank you. It would be, uh, I'd be very surprised if they make, if they make him an offer. Um, I, I don't know. Nil is a fan and uh, this, this is not meant to sound like this, but Nil likes the younger ones. <laughs> Yikes. Ooh. Pump the pump game. Uh, yeah. Know. Yeah. I, that'll be interesting. I, I believe Glenn Denning is on the, on the end of his contract. So he's probably gone. Uh, unfortunately, which you lose a very seasoned uh, face-off guy, probably one of the oh, best yeah. in the league even now. Um, so, yeah, I mean, 
the way it sounds and the way it's set up, Delandria is probably going to be coming back. Um, I would restructure his contract for a little bit less if I was if I was Jim Neal. And if I'm Delandria, I take it because I know I probably didn't play up to my potential this season. Uh, I don't know what he's trying to do. I'm like, why are you I trying to either. enforce? Like, what are you doing? I, I don't mind that because it's very reminiscent of Brendan Morrow. Um, oh. and, and I do love that. Also, but, um, Mush, like what happened? Yeah, Mush was he's, the other one I was going to talk about. And, and you know what's crazy is I went back and watched the first game of the season. Yeah. Marchment was our leading scorer for, I, I think, the first like 10 games. Yeah, I, say, yeah. I knew it was, he was on a run for a bit there. Yeah. So I know we I, rushed to go. I know Patrick got himself a Marchment jersey. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, he did. He did. Yeah, he, he sure did. did. He did. I, it's okay. Uh, we don't wear for the playoffs. We I for the rest of the season. worked yeah. for the Stars when the day we found out that, oh, we're getting Mason Marchment. We're all so stoked. And then I actually went to the Tulsa preseason game where he was there and he was on fire. And we were excited. We were super excited to have him. And like the first month, month and a half. Okay. He showed up. Yeah. Showed up. And then what happened? White noise. What happened? Yeah. We brought the TV off. We brought you to enforce. Everybody knows he was here to do the enforcing job. Sure. And then he was like, oh, wait, ah, that's that hurts. I don't like that. And pulled away. Yeah, it's he's been suspect all postseason as well. He's had a couple of points. He's had a couple of decent games, but he also gets pushed around a lot for a guy that we, like you said, brought in to enforce. Yeah, he does not enforce. No, he's not an enforcer in my eyes. He's not he's big, um, and that's my problem with Hawk and Paw as well. Yeah, and, and I've said this stat multiple times. It's one of my favorite things to say because he doesn't do it anymore. When we brought him on, he was third in the NHL in hits. Now he's not even in the top 25. I wouldn't be surprised if he's even in the top 50 and hits in the NHL, which he's not. He's not a physical player in this star system. And I think that's a big problem because yeah. the stars are getting pushed around. We need not more just physicality. In, yeah. And not just in this, in this series, they got pushed around in the Minnesota series. They got pushed around in the Seattle series. They are not a physical team. There's and I no can't check. There's hardly no. any back check. And I can't really blame that on DeBoer because we Not weren't a physical really a team with bones. No paycheck. Mm-mm. Yeah. So I don't, I just don't understand what the mindset is in the locker room because I know this team can score. I know that they're built to score, but yeah. I know that they're also built to throw the body around. Absolutely. And they they get beaten hits almost every single postseason game. And that's not something that's gonna really look at the Panthers. The Panthers are putting on a clinic against the Carolina Hurricanes in the Eastern Conference Finals. As it stands, I believe it's three to two in favor of the Panthers in game four. They are on the verge of sweeping the Carolina Hurricanes, who, in my opinion, was a lot of people's Eastern Conference favorite outside of the Boston Bruins, who, guess what, got beat by the Florida Panthers because they came in, they played smash mouth hockey, great band. But I don't think that you're an all-star, not the star stars. They're just not putting the body out there. And and that is a big question mark to me. Um, yeah. I I, I want to kind of move over a little bit because I went on uh, our Twitter today. Obviously, Tuesday night was really rough um, yeah. for, for multiple, multiple reasons. Uh, but I wanted to ask the French fries, has there been a time in recent memory when the stars and their fans have been down this bad? Um, we, we got some pretty, pretty good replies. So I, I'm just going to go through them real quickly. Um, at Ben's Bishops, um, the Bishops guys, which 
I mean, how, you got to be feel bad for them the moment that Ben Bishop retired. And they're like, well, there goes our shtick. Uh, they said, bummer if we get swept, but big picture, hopefully this is the start of a new window. Otter may have peaked. Consistency would be nice. Layers of vets, uh, Ben and Sagan, and kids with um, Robo, Hints, Heiskanen. Some concern with Pavs, but his game should age well. Hopefully this isn't the peak with the coach. That is a very, very good observation because Pete DeBoer is notoriously good in his first season as head coach. And then I don't want to say it collapses, but it's not ever as sweet as that first bite. Um, At 21st Century Tim, the March 2018 collapse was a miserable slow motion car crash, but nothing like this. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. At Stars Countdown, nah, this is the worst. Uh, <laughs> straight up, <laughs> straight up, nah. and then at pops SXV, two minutes and thirty seconds remaining versus Anaheim with a two goal lead in Game Six at the AAC, gave up two goals and lost less than two minutes into overtime. A win would have forced Game Seven. Uh, that that is definitely up there, but I have to say, this is uh, this is in my personal memory bank. Um, having watched the Stars now for. 20 plus years. Yep. This is this is definitely the lowest I've felt. Uh, which brings me to the next portion of Tuesday night. The fans. Uh Stars fans embarrass the rest of the fan base, tossing trash on the ice. No and popcorn. Don't don't they're not stars fans. Those are bandwagoners, let's be honest. Yeah. I mean, we all do stupid stuff when we're hammered. That's the only I way mean, I look at it. Perfect. Uh, okay. Uh, same. Um, yeah. So I think the the biggest and worst uh, offense was the entire box of popcorn thrown on <gasps> Aiden Hill as he came out of the tunnel. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So just all around um, insult to injury. Just extremely sad. Just an awful display on the ice, off the ice. Embarrassing. Uh, it is really embarrassing. And you know uh, the thing is too. For the people coming at Stars fans, yes, it is a very low point for us, but don't act like all these other fan bases haven't done the same shit. Even in this playoffs. Vancouver. The the Maple Leafs. The Maple Leafs. When that goal that quote-unquote went in was called back, they peppered the ice. Uh, I will say the only thing that I'm taking out of this and I'm not. I'm not saying that throwing trash on the ice is ever, ever okay. Uh, but I will say, and this is not in defense. Let me put that first. This has been the most suspect that NHL officiating has been in the playoffs, not just in the Star Series. All of them. It is not good. It is awful. It's not there to put on my tinfoil hat really quick. Let's hear all the conspiracies. I love. This. I, I don't. I don't. I don't even know if there really are conspiracies at this point, or that these guys are just not quick enough for the game. Like, it's do we? The, it's the inconsistency for me across the board. Yeah, you look at well, the hit on Joe Pavelski, and granted, we 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 could argue until the sun goes down whether or not it was intentional, dirty, clean. Doesn't matter. Nothing came out of that. Petrangelo. Giant stick slash. He gets suspended for one game. They end up winning. They beat the Edmonton Oilers. Now they're in the Western Conference Finals against the Stars. Jamie Benn 
does a pretty atrocious thing as well. Like we talked about, he gets two games. Was it really, should it have been two games? I don't know. Would, if he would have talked to the media and been apologetic right after the game, would it just been a one game? I don't know. Mm-hmm. But the Pedrangelo thing, from what I've heard, like you're going to injure somebody. That's why you swing a stick at somebody. That's targeting. It, it was exactly that. And he gets yeah. one game. Yeah. Well, I, then, I, I just don't understand. Targeting. Yeah, I don't understand. I don't yeah. make it make sense. And it is at the end of the day, nothing's going to change. Right. This is an old white man's league. It always has been. Unfortunately, I think it will continue to be. And it just doesn't, it doesn't look good. It doesn't no. look good for the fans. It doesn't look good for the players. It's just a really unfortunate way to look at these playoffs because for the most part, they have been wildly entertaining, ironically, up until the conference finals, yeah, uh, right. which they really haven't been. Same thing with the NBA, which is even more wild. Like that's insane. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's it's really unfortunate. You know what's very interesting is you know you have these diehard, antiquated points of view of where oh we need carnage and blood on the ice and that's hockey. These boys are soft, but everybody, everybody across the board, no matter what you believe, will agree that what Ben did was dirty and unacceptable. For sure, I don't everybody think it, thinks if so. you're defending that, you are a trash human. Yes. I haven't and seen I or heard of one single person that is like, oh, it was a good hit. And like, come on. No. Everybody. And, and that's, that is, you're completely right. I have not seen a single Stars fan go, what he did what wasn't that bad. Yeah. No. Not a single one. So there is a line, there, and, and everybody is in agreement. That is it. That's the line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like and that. it's just really sad that Jamie Ben was that guy to cross the line. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's not I, that player anymore. He hasn't been that player right. for four I mean, or five he, years. He's always been a little goofy and, you know, he's extremely playful. And I, I mean, this might sound like it's kind of defending him in, oh. <laughs> in a way. But what I'm saying is, in a, even if you are like intending to be a little more playful about being rough, I guess, you know what I mean? There's that. There's that one famous picture of him sitting on, oh my gosh, yeah. the St. Louis Blues. And, and he's like wiping yeah. his face, face wiping him. That shit's hilarious. And like, but it, it, mm-hmm. it very much comes off playful, like yeah. a, a playful, ha ha, fuck you guy. Right? Or like we and, when he and uh, I can't remember who it was, they were watching their teammates fight. I'm in. Scrumming in, the, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, scrumming in the corner and they're just like hanging on to each other. And then he knows he's got to even these penalties up. So he starts like hitting his stick. <laughs> yeah, just wax it out of his hands. So but funny. There, there was nothing to that. Like he's, yeah. he's kind of taken cross-check penalties before. And like you said, Pink, it's been four or five years now since he's been this wild. But yeah, at some point, you know, you you do have to be the leader of the team. And I don't know if maybe he just got a little carried away trying to spark energy into the team. Like maybe try like I could see him possibly trying to go to like instigate a fight, but like maybe like realizing, oh, in the heat of the moment, you like maybe like, oh, fuck, I fucked up. Like this wasn't how I intended to instigate this fight. And like I wasn't trying to fall on your face with my stick. I'm sorry, <laughs> but mm. Yeah, yeah, I guess you know what I mean. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Like, I don't want to necessarily defend him, but I do want to say, like, maybe that's kind of that. Maybe that was a thought process, and he just didn't know how to put translate that to words. I mean, obviously, if you listen to any Jamie Ben interview, he is clearly a man of many words. (laughs) Yeah, 
Yeah. And, and such high energy. So, I mean, it's just, I'm here because I don't want to get fined. Right. Very much <laughs> Literally. <laughs> and so, I, I mean, we could sit around and make excuses, but there really and generally is no excuse for. On the flip side, has anyone heard how Stone's doing? He's fine. They won the game. He yeah. popped back up and told the bench. He actually went to the bench. And I think I, I, I again, to reference the Spits and Suds podcast, mm. um, I think Sean Shapiro, or no, excuse me, Gavin Spittle, he was at the game last night and said that he um, basically said, we're, we're in this now. And yeah. Vegas is inside the star's head. This series oh, yeah. is over. There's just no way, which brings me to my next point. History is not on the side of the stars. Never has a team come back in the conference finals down three to zero. And I'm sorry, this I I, I the I stars know. team that we have in front of us is one of the most fun stars teams that we have ever had. This is not the team that's going to win the Stanley Cup. They're not. Even if they were to ma- magically come back, they couldn't get past Florida. There's no way. There's just no way. I'm looking well, at you, Jason. Here- well, Carolina is about to make Mount a comeback themselves. I know they're down one right now with 16 left in the third. So it's uh, not going to happen. They they can make a comeback too, and we might be playing Carolina in, in three weeks. Who knows? You know what we're talking oh, about. Oh god, here. I would I would love that. Those are my two favorite teams. <laughs> right. So like, why can't why can't a motherfucker dream? You know? Yeah. Don't take this from him. Yeah. Sorry, uh, I'm taking it. I have not seen any <laughs> fat ladies sing yet. Is what I'm trying to get at. Fame. I ain't hear nothing. No, nope, well, singing yet. I, yeah, this, game, this series, Mama. this season, is not over. I hope you can see the intensity in my face. It's not <laughs> over. I see it. I feel it. Yeah. I just want that to be portrayed. We're not going uh, home. We are. We're we not already going home. already here. I know. And <laughs> we may well. just. Oh, we're not going to stay here. We're not. This is ending in seven. Oh god. This is ending in seven. I don't want I'm that. Telling, I'm I don't want it right now. I don't want it to go to seven. I don't have a, the mental capacity. If there, <laughs> what, oh, 100%. I am fucking drained, dude. Yeah. I am trained, exhausted at work. Burnt I can't get crisp. shit done. I cannot get anything done right now. Like, I am too hyper focused on this series. And maybe for my sanity, I need it to end tomorrow. Uh, but I do not want this thing to end. I want this to go so much further and it is going to go so much further i don't want it i manifest that shit were you no you were there uh you played uh when we were in allen together and mark did mark uh talk shit and he was like you're not gonna go and i was like yes i am and then i manifested it dude you just gotta manifest the shit dude speak it into existence because if you don't speak it into the universe it's not gonna happen fink this has been your motivational minute by jason are you, are you listen, just, subscribe and listen on, on a, I think I like it. ready to shave. <laughs> yeah, no, the beard is is I I, I tr- once we lost the game yesterday, I trimmed the mustache down. I had to. It started to hurt. Um same. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. Now I am gonna keep the beard going into guns and hoses at least. Um, because that baby the the black uh the, the tale of Blackbeard, his no. story's not over. No, it's coming back. Oh, it's coming back. I'm ready. And don't you dare tempt me to put that reflective visor back on. Do I'm it. not going to tempt you. I'm going to do it. Because I will. Do it. I, okay. If anyone has a pair of white gloves, size 13 or 14, that they're also looking to get rid of, I would be more than happy to take them off your hands. You can buy Pavelski's for $650 on sideline swap. Or five easy payments of $145.55. <laughs> I think it's what it is. 
think so. I know yeah. after seeing the jersey, I kind of would like a visor similar to what you have. Yeah, man. Trendsetter. I'm, I'm gonna tournaments. I would not be opposed to doing something like that. Listen, I don't, I don't remember if it was his team exactly. And I saw, I saw this guy on Monday night. It was great to see him. I hadn't seen him in a while. Um, but Jason, you, you know my feelings on his particular jersey style. Um, but Mike, Mike, big Mike, Michael O'Reilly. Right. Yep, I saw him on Monday night. Uh, good to see there? him. Uh, yeah, no, he. I think they had a game on the other other sheet that night. Um, but I, I believe, I don't know if he was a part of the team, the narwhals or, but there was that picture. I don't know. I think it was the poke boys or whatever. Yeah. yeah. When they had the, uh, That's they cool. all had the reflective visors on the bench. Yes. Mm-hmm. I want, I want to be a team of cyborgs. I would join that team. Yeah. It'd be yep. fun. Everyone would hate yeah. us before we even stepped on the ice. No, see, because then you're, you're basically becoming the, Prior to this episode, Ryan Suter of your team, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're the you're the person that everybody's gonna hate, and that's fair. I I, I don't like being the villain personally, but I, I with the way that those jerseys look, I do think it would be a pretty cool look. So yeah. that's just what I'm saying. If one happened to fall into my lap, I would probably wear it. They are going for a very reasonable price on sideline swap as well. Okay, well, guess who is probably going to do it. Into it right now. Oh. Phone. <laughs> white gloves, reflective visors. We're pieces of shit. Uh, no, I won't do the white gloves, though. I might get that white Conway and Banks bag. Ooh, the white and gold. Twice for this. I'm going to charge you mm. twice for this CMB. Mm. But yes. Uh, oh, yeah, because that white That's and gold was fucking sexy. Yeah, oh, so I told you, uh, buddy Jesse got that. He's a pylon. Mm-hmm. And he sits next to me sometimes in the locker room, and I get to put my bag next to his, and our bags get to touch, and they're so sexy. You know, me CMB bags we got in the locker room now. I think we're at like four or five. Oh man! CMB is the way to be. Yeah. Amen. CMB is the way for you me. Think, I don't know. You think we can dub that for him, Percy? C- we're gonna we're gonna start calling it CMBs. All right. Ah, uh, yeah, I got a couple CMB sacks. Yeah. Oh go. man, maybe oh, not. Uh, that's oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last note that I had on the run sheet is I like Matthew Kachuk, and everyone is mad about it. I don't care. I like the unlikable. My big thing is outside of the stars, I'm a big, uh, I'm a big player guy. I like to support certain players, and they just so happen to be the ones that everybody hates. Brad Marchand, Matthew Kachuk, because I like to have fun on the ice, and I like to yell, and I like to chirp, and I like to get in people's heads. So I respect you- the craft. You do be liking to be like the villain, I guess. I do. Mm-hmm. 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 I am a big villain guy. So, um, that the, being said, ooh, 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 oh, you got one, got one more thing for I us. I have one singer for you, really quick. I guess you could say you like to be the antihero. Yeah. Ah, like like a Deadpool. Nope. No, Taylor Swift what? reference. No, nope. don't know what that. I. That's why I didn't get it because I don't listen to yeah. dog shit. You um, lost me. Uh, what? Yeah. You're not a T. You're not a Swifty. Sorry, I'm with Fink on this one. Thank God. You know, there's more of us. You know what? I am a hero. I'm a hero for those people that don't like Taylor Swift, but they know if they say they don't like Taylor Swift, they're going to be chastised by nine million sixteen-year-old girls Swifties. and some thirty-year-old guy that plays in Fight Club named Mark Lines. They're just going to get absolutely chastised by them, and so they well, they don't say anything. Be, they don't you, say anything. Sir, you are breaking number one rule of FC. You can't be. I don't care. Dropping no, names no, outside of FC. Is, 
I did. I did. I did. I'm sorry, Mark. And he's part of the team too. So it's okay. But I, I don't care. I don't care. I am. I am the hero. I am. I am the voice of the voiceless. <laughs> if you don't like Taylor Swift, join my cause. I don't know. I don't know how. Yes. Just, sign me up, dear leader. Yes. Yeah. I will not leader. go quietly <laughs> into the night. It might hit us nine times. We hit back 10. Now I have to wear my hair a certain way, but it's fine. <laughs> I believe. I do believe. No but yeah. Um, yeah. If you are a Swifty that listens to the podcast, grow up. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Anyway, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, we want to say our best wishes to Patrick. I hope your face feels better. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Uh, Jason, you want to take it for Patrick to get this started and we'll call it? Absolutely. Stay sassy. And, make, good, make good choices. And while you're at it, stay moist. And don't, for any reason, even if you are the voice of the voiceless and hate Taylor Swift, forget your beautiful Kermit tattoos. That snaps it up a little bit. Shania Twain's better. <laughs>